0: It's listener request month on the Movie Crew Podcast, and I assure you, we're open to your suggestions. Tonight, we're going to talk about Kevin Smith's indie classic, Clerks. You no trouble,
1: me Fifth Element supreme being.
2: You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off, like you got a pair. Sir, yes, sir. Oh, yes! I was wondering what would break first. Your spirit. All your money. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. God is dead. Hey, you Satan yes, lives. The air is won. Fill your The city is headed for a disaster of biblical proportions. What do you mean biblical? What do you mean it's this Old Testament? Yeah, Mayor, real wrath of God type stuff. Set. Fire and brimstone coming down from the sky. Rivers and seas boiling. Forty years of darkness, earthquakes, volcanoes. The sea rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria.
0: not even supposed to be here today. I
2: what I want, but I'm happy
3: to Welcome to the podcast. We're your host. I am editor Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? We're here. We're talking clerks. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely wonderful indie classic clerks
0: Be- the beginning beloved of the indie, indie classic yes yeah, beloved indie classic beginning of a movement
3: clerks uh reason, right, why, right. reason why we're here clerks oh, keep going okay. calm down calm, calm, calm down <laughs> we also have <laughs> director of photography mike Griggs oh hey 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 <laughs> we have costume designer Kristen Jones
2: hello, hello, hello.
0: do not wait to to hear what you think of the costumes in this film. Kristen, we'll wait, though.
3: Oh, no. I mean, we can start with costumes. I mean,
0: that's (laughs)
2: fine.
3: No, no, no. I I want to build up to the best (laughs) part. the (laughs) the best part? What's the best part? (laughs) (laughs) The dialogue. (laughs) Yeah, come on. It is the best part of this movie. I mean, if we're not talking about dialogue, what the fuck are we... Why are we even talking... What are we doing here? Why are we here? It's because the first time we get to see Jay and Silent Bob, that's the best part, bro. It's the antithesis.
0: (laughs) It's the beginning. They're barely in you this know, fucking movie. What are you talking about? They're what are you talking about the whole thing. They're,
4: yeah, they're, yeah, Every crosscut has Jay and Simon Bob. How, <laughs> what do you mean barely in this
3: movie?
1: No, they're barely in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> they're like outside
3: standing, and they're like, they're standing outside, and they're talking to people that are off screen that we never even get to see.
1: They're like wallpaper.
3: Hey, I, I, Are they I, actually talking to the people off screen, or is, or is
4: uh, the first Jay time just like, shouting at people?
3: No, no, Silent Bob's even pointing at a person. You could see him in the reflection of the window the first time that they open their (laughs) mouths. That was a mistake, but yeah.
4: Um. (laughs) I I legit was like, I think these two could be so kind of just off their rocker that they might actually be talking to themselves. Because Jay just goes on all these random tangents and he's like, what's up? What's up? You you want some pussy? What? What? What What are you talking about? Definitely the dialogue is king here. There is a lot of great dialogue. I will give give him that. And there's a lot of uncut dialogue delivery scenes where there's
0: just a lot of back and forth. It feels like they tried to do the entire film in a single take because they were scared of, they were scared of like shooting coverage because they didn't have a big budget. But I think that if you're just rolling the camera for fucking ten minutes at a time, isn't that burning more film than just getting proper coverage?
4: Well, if you shoot it Coen Brother style, where you only get coverage
0: on the moments where you know you want to use coverage, then. I think they only ever punched in if someone flubbed a line and they were like, oh, we need to we need something to cut to. So that's why they would use those random cuts.
4: I don't know. There's a couple flubbed line moments where they were like, oh, shit, I messed it up. And you could see it on their face where they're like, oh, I I tried to say that word and it didn't come out right. And then they just kept going as if it was like a theatrical, like a stage play kind of situation. I think they were all theatrical actors.
3: I mean, that's the vibe that I got. The Randall guy never acted before. I forget what that uh, actor's name was. Uh, Jeff Anderson, I think. It's his first time he'd ever he, done anything. He honestly felt like the most natural out of all of them. I really liked his character when I was younger, a teenager. You don't like it so much now? No. He's an asshole.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think totally they're all assholes. assholes. I think yeah. that's the whole point is they're all assholes. That
3: is, that is very true. Is that the point? Yeah. Just
0: because they serve you doesn't mean they have to like you. Uh, I, mean, it, I don't know. Isn't that the, the the quote on the poster or something? Yeah,
3: that, that's the tagline. Yeah, yeah, that's from memory.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, look at that. So, Ooh, so burn if into, all burned into the brain. <laughs> if all these people are assholes,
3: what are we doing here? Why are we Why are we doing a slice of life of a bunch of fucking assholes that have no meaning or no existence? Like, what What's the point of this? Nobody learns you know. anything. Ah, <laughs> Right what no, you man. know. A day yeah. in the life. <gasps> a non-story.
1: Yeah. Gen Z, des- or, or excuse me, Gen X deserves representation, just like everybody else. So that's what we're doing here, Brian.
4: You don't like slice of life movies? Is that what you're talking about?
3: I usually don't like slice of life movies because they, they usually don't have a point and there's no character growth. and it, Oh, so like this movie. Yeah, I, I, I want a story. I want thematic elements. I
4: want to be entertained. Yes, this is I agree. This You're movie not was not entertaining. No, not even close. But this movie I sucked so much balls. Bored. I cannot. Oh, my God. R- wow. This movie, I, I've heard about this movie for my entire film career. Everybody's always been like, oh, clerks, clerks, clerks. This is the movie that made me want to become a filmmaker. And I watched it, and I was like, okay, yeah. This is a really great illustration of scraping together $37,000, rehearsing with your friends, to the point where they feel like they know every line And should just record for five minutes straight And then doing an indie movie But there's nothing about it that's impressive Beyond the fact that he had never done a movie Before any he financed it himself Like from a technical standpoint Tell me something about this movie that I should be impressed by
0: That it was done, that it got made That it, that, that, that it was cut that together That it was sold? That I mean all of it That it, that it got distribution? Imp- no, all of it's impressive bro, especially because the time Now if you look at it today, yeah You and I could go shit this movie out in a weekend like, you know, that's what,
4: that's what I'm saying. Like but, I'm not But impressed not by not
0: then, though, you're not impressed because you could do this now very easily and make this look better. And and, and every little aspect and even hire better actors. But the reason that they pulled it together and it is somewhat coherent, it's a really solid student film. It's probably it, it's better than anybody else that you know's first film.
4: Well, I think I think you hit the nail on the head for me when you qualified as a student film because it is. But that's my point. It feels so film schooly that like, unless I'm watching this while I'm in the middle of some film festival, I don't understand why I should give a shit.
0: I'd also, be impressed that they're 22 years old. Like all, all of the things that fall in line there, you know, it's, it's 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 insane. Wait wait a
3: minute, what are we talking about? I should be impressed, dude. This is a bunch of dick and fart jokes. Like Dave, uh, Jay and yeah. Bob. The first time he shows up, he's like tits and ass, tits and ass, tits and ass. <laughs> I should be impressed by that? Like no, I would. I, I... Teenage, you loved it. I loved it. <laughs> I, I loved it because it's given me the same thing I've already known. Like, I've had these conversations. Ev- all of us had these conversations growing up. Right. You know? Yeah. It was the first time we got to see the conversations that we were having on the playground on screen. Yeah, exactly. That's why it we was could, cool. We could, we That's we what's relate. cool about it. Let's yeah. Let let let's let's bring the the, the 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 peg down here a little bit. Like, independent films were made <laughs> way before this movie. Roger Corman been doing this for fucking years. All these filmmakers got in their start doing the same fucking shit. And they did it better. This is... I cannot believe that this guy got his whole career off of this fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's pretty shocking. I mean, like, it, it's shocking because it's just so... It's a film. We're telling a story, but we're not putting any fucking goddamn effort whatsoever into the visuals, the, the visuals of the movie. And I'm not talking about the movie being black and white and looking like fuck. I'm talking about basic things in cinema. We establish things. In this movie, there is not a shot that establishes the Quick Mart and the video store are right side by side each other.
0: Yeah, you, you said that to me. and, 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 and mm. In hindsight, I thought about that, but then on this most recent watch, you see Jeff Anderson walk from right to left, and then he enters frame from right to left as they cut down. He, They're not right next walks, to each other. There's no, a couple he stores walk, in between he them.
3: Walks, he walks out of one door... And then he walks in to the convenience store and no. where it's yep. inside. Yes. No. Yes. Yep. No. Every time. No. Yep. I no. went back and looked at all no. the transitions. No. Uh-uh.
0: Yeah. Okay. Nope. It's when the girl's waiting outside, and and there's another guy
3: standing there. They walk you don't out see there you don't see the video door. You do not see no, the video you don't door because, or the video because it's fine. too
0: far away. It's, in, in real life. It's too far away. You can't get them both in the same shot unless you're like way across the street, and then you show the multiple stores that are in
3: between. Okay, yeah, you're right. If it was a lockdown shot, but there's this great thing. It's called a tripod, and we can do this thing called a pan. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just it's, it's it's a longer walk than you think it is. It's it's supposed to be the same fucking building. How long of a fucking
2: walk? It, could
0: it be? is the same building, but there's different stores in between. It's not like the next door down.
3: It's, oh, so they're cutting out all those fucking other stores in between to make it yes. look like it's just that.
0: Yeah, it, it's it's not that really big of a. I've been there. It, it's not that big of. I've, I've been to Mecca, by the way. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it, it's not as big as I'm making it out to be. But there is stuff in between. So, uh, like, RST is on one end of the of the of the building and, and the quick stops on the far left of
3: the building. Why did they not just show us that? That would have been so much for me, easier for me to fucking understand as a viewer. Then this, let's keep these things to look like they're side by side and there's nothing else here.
4: Uh, yeah, I'm with Brian. I thought they were side by side and there was nothing in between. And I, I was also th- very confused.
3: I think they confused. did that to make it feel yeah. like it was, but even though that it wasn't. Right. Well, I was just confused. I was like, wait, is this part of a different building? Is this a building that's over here? Are they separated? Are they one building? I don't know. <laughs> if that's the only thing you got confused about, I think you're doing all right. That, that, I think that's a pretty like basic thing. Like,
0: why is Dante sleeping in a closet? Is it because they wanted the joke of he's coming out of the closet?
3: I don't get that. What? The, that's yeah. I don't. It? Why? Why would that be a joke? I don't. Because just because cause he's in a closet, gay, and he comes he's out, calling him gay. This is latent him homosexuality Did that they, they homosexuality? have throughout yeah. the whole movie. Oh, because they're dude friends
1: oh no 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 like they make fun (laughs) of him for his latent sexuality it's not established that he's gay at all he's you know dating one woman and trying to date another one but his his other friends make fun of him for being possibly gay what they just all of them call
3: each other gay they're always
1: all every every
3: dude in this movie is like i
0: I suck
2: dick dick
3: sucker
1: Well, I wanna watch
0: true. this porn, the, the hermaphroditic porn.
1: No, that's what Veronica sh- Veronica goes, did he tell you all of this? And the dude goes, he goes, Well, he told me all of it except for the part about his homosexuality. I made that. I I added that.
0: <laughs> so but, yeah, so Dante comes out of the closet at the beginning, puts on his combat boots that he actually tucks his pants into, which is a little suspect. Um, <laughs> 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 also
3: you can't see the gum in the locks. You know, if you slowed it down a little bit, you could, but it is there. Uh, Bro, that shot is so fucking quick. I swear to God, I get all these other fucking close-ups for like fucking three seconds, and I get this close-up for like half a second, and I didn't even see the gum in the locks. I'm like, wait, what's the problem? What's the issue? Kevin Smith's like, don't worry, we'll fix it with lines of dialogue. Dialogue is king. It's the best way to give exposition, don't you know?
0: I mean, I don't know. In a visual medium,
3: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't need that. Show me the Uh, fucking shot. I'm good. I don't know
0: if I would have known that it was gum, even if you like sat on it for a moment. Like, who puts gum in locks? Is that a thing?
1: No, they came up with that line because they could only film at night, and so they uh, needed a reason
0: for the shutters to
1: be down. Yeah. Yeah,
4: which you know, I gotta give them that. Like, if if you have a thing where you're shooting every night, and it's very clearly supposed to be set during the day. Having, like, three different people throughout the course of the movie be like, oh, you should get some light in here. Why don't you open the shutters? Oh, I can't open the shutters. Like, that's, that's a good excuse to take immediately out of the audience's mind why isn't it brighter in the store. But I'm also with Brian, like why th- when he first looked at the at the lock, I was so confused. I was like, well, why didn't you just open it? Like, did someone did you lose the key? Is it a combination? You forgot the combination. I'm like, what's going on here? Well,
0: That that sets up a question in your mind. And you're like, oh, what's going on? And then later they answer and you go, oh, that's great.
4: <laughs> no, <laughs> no, they're setting up a question that makes you want to know what's going to happen and how things are going to work out. And then there's a confusion of I you were showing me something, but you didn't show it to me well enough to have it actually come across.
0: Yeah, but they explained it. It's okay. Move on. Student <laughs> film. What smells like shoe polish? It smells like shoe polish.
3: That was a fun <sighs> recurring joke. I won't give him that. I'm not home. even supposed to be here today. I'm with Randall. I'm, I'm just like, dude, shut the today. fuck up. <laughs> Only on li- listener request month would we be talking about Clerks. I'm excited that we got it pushed through. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've been
0: requesting it for years. Oh, wh- what? Why? Dear God, Jared, why? Can I show you my uh, my signed Clerks 10th anniversary disc? Right here, oh my gosh yeah, oh wait uh, that that's got the first cut on it. did you watch that uh i didn't I just realized when I was watching it again today uh that they had that cut on there, but I didn't want to watch that because I wanted to go with the uh commentary, and I realized that the version that's on uh Paramount plus looks phenomenal compared to the d v d version like yeah the d v d version looks like dog shit like they were actually they actually pulled some stuff out and cleaned up some stuff in the um, in the uh, Paramount Plus version but the uh, the DVD DVD's all blown out and super grainy and looks like just total ass.
3: Yeah, the Blu-ray the br- Blu-ray. The Blu-ray look good. All things considered, I mean, let's for <laughs> <laughs> a Blu-ray of 16
4: millimeter film from 1993. You know, the we're grading on a curve tonight.
0: <laughs> the, the, the DP uh, David Klein like pops in on the uh, like the last half of the um, the commentary, and he's talking about how they were kind of lighting it with fluorescence and moving things around. And I was like, wow, they actually did lighting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, well to be fair, he he did go on to do really cool things. He did he did uh, the first. Episode of the new season of uh, Boba Fett, and he did. home I was gonna
4: say, I thought I saw his name when I watched uh, episode
0: five tonight. Oh, is he back? Yeah, I haven't. Uh, uh, okay, yeah, he's good, man. He, he he turned out to be a really uh, solid DP. You got to start somewhere, man. <laughs> yeah, apparently he's done five episodes of the Book of Boba Fett. Oh, nice, nice, good for him, man. Starting to clerks and moving on up. Uh, actually, starts uh, talking about Star Wars and ends up working on Star Wars. That's full <laughs>
3: circle. That's true. That's true. Yeah, man. But wasn't Kevin Smith, like, in one of the Star Wars movies? Wasn't he in, like, uh, Rise of Skywalker or something? He's playing one of the Stormtroopers or something. Yeah. Did he have like he had, like, some kind of Daniel Craig cameo. It's like, like, you know, hashtag yeah. fat yeah. Storm, Stormtrooper.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: They're, like, the only one that's fat. <laughs> no, come on. That, that would have been, like, after he uh, he lost his weight, uh, right? Got all vegan. Uh. I don't know. Or is he vegetarian? What? Wh- which one? I think he's vegan. His is daughter's vegan? a vegan, so he's a vegan now. All right. You know, well, that's good for them. They can com- commiserate together.
0: Yeah, man. Cry about how they what? miss meat. <laughs> Kristen, you're being very quiet. What did you think about this film?
1: I enjoyed it. Uh, the first time I ever saw it, I actually hated it a lot, and so I was not expecting anything about like to come of this. But I felt weirdly nostalgic for the '90s, and also nostalgic for the northeast um while watching this movie um yeah i enjoyed it like yeah it looks bad and yeah they can't act and there's very little effort put into anything but i don't, eh, i think it's a it's a nice little time capsule of of the 90s and the whole time that i was watching it i was sitting there and i was trying to decide if because the other thing is speaking of the costumes um They all have such a really nice um, 90s grunge aesthetic. And (laughs) all the time I was watching it, I was like, what are the odds that they just had the actors come in with their own fucking clothes and it just happens to work out this way? Um, Or did they have someone actually do this? And they did not. They did not have anyone do this. Everyone wore their own fucking clothes. Um, (laughs) And it's so interesting. It's so interesting, though, because usually when you see that, it looks like shit, and, and so I'm, I, I was curious the whole time I was watching it. Like, did this look like shit when it came out, <laughs> or has this somehow been like perfectly preserved as like grunge, <laughs> like a grunge aesthetic film, you know? And I think that I think that's just what happened. It all ended up being like the fact that this movie is like held up in such high regard is kind of amazing. Like, how did that happen?
3: I, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out myself.
1: Well, I know you don't know, Brian. <laughs> <And> <laughs> I think somehow it all works, though. Somehow it works really, really well together. I, I, I think... So the first time I saw this was, like, I don't know, 10 or 15 years ago. And I just thought everyone was assholes and I didn't understand why I should care, because I was just like, yeah. Yeah, that's... that's Okay, They're, that's... Yeah, I know those people. They fucking suck. I hate all of them. You know, like, what's the <laughs> point? Um... I don't know. So now, like, removed from those assholes, I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I wonder how they're doing. I mean, I don't actually care. Please don't contact me if you're listening. But, like, oh, my God. Like, how I wonder how they're doing in their lives, you know? Um, but, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just kind of felt-, felt a little nostalgic watching it.
3: I'm gonna go ahead and throw out right now. I think Clerks 2 is better than Clerks 1. Well, it better be. I think I think. Well, I'm not. I'm not talking about in terms of cinematography and everything, but like just like what Kristen's talking about with these people being assholes. Like I feel like clerks too. These characters are still who they are, but the supporting players and just some of the 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 moments that they're nice to each other just really helps that movie. Man, it's just it just works better as a story.
1: Well, I will say, I actually I think maybe the reason I really. I don't hate this movie as much as I could is because I absolutely love the ending where everyone just fucking rails on Dante and is like you dude like no you act like such a fucking victim and you're the asshole you're the reason all of this is happening you could change your fucking life if you wanted to and instead you just sit there and whine and so I really enjoyed <laughs> that <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't get any of the women. That's also that I also thought that was really funny. And also perhaps a nod to his latent homosexuality.
0: <laughs> he may still end up with uh with Marilyn or whomever what's her name. Caitlin. Lasagna girl.
1: No, yeah, Veronica. Veronica? You think Veronica's gonna take him back after all of that? No Maybe. way. Maybe she might. She might Bro, she
0: was in love with him. She was making him lasagna and like moved her whole school and like kinda you know, she's super into it.
1: Yeah, but there was so much rage there that I feel like she could go transfer, like, the next day just just to spite him, you know?
4: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I could see her character doing that
0: for sure. But then also,
1: like, he could end up with Caitlyn, but she's basically catatonic at this point, but, like, he might just need somebody. I think she might get over
0: that, you know?
1: I mean, therapy wasn't really widespread back then, and I feel like that's kind of a traumatic thing. I don't know. I've never done it, but I wouldn't want to experience having sex with a corpse. I don't know.
0: That scene doesn't make any sense to me. How does she not know that that's not Dante? He doesn't <laughs> I, even, like, the, the, the body's not, not the same. Like, he's... he's got a massive dick, so I I don't know. Um. <laughs> well, and
1: the body's like not moving and it's on the floor theoretically. No, no, she, no.
0: Like... Well, maybe he was on the toilet and she's like riding him on the toilet. Yeah, I don't obviously.
3: She says, I went back there, you're just sitting there, didn't say a word.
1: She's but... like, it's
0: never been like this before, you just let me take full control. Wouldn't he like fall
1: over if he was sitting on the toilet? Like, I don't, another thing about the scene makes any sense. No, do
0: did Elvis fall
1: over? I don't, well he was not <laughs> Hold on walk
0: in and Elvis' ass up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm not saying
4: See, my he brain would... was like, when did Elvis have sex on a toilet? What are you talking about? No, he no, died on no. the toilet. No, he died in the toilet. But the thing
2: is, is
1: like I'm saying you could die on a toilet sitting up, but then once someone comes over to it and starts touching and handling and riding your body like wouldn't you like move? Like you wouldn't just sit on the toilet? She's oh. like, in. she's like,
0: she's like, why did you gain thirty pounds? And like, where's your hair? And like, I don't. Like, you know, are you? Is she? <laughs> is she, is she oh, fucking man. this dude? Like she's touching the dirty diapers? Like you know, barely. You know, just. Ew. Your legs feel just like tissue paper.
3: <laughs>
0: oh my god, you're so cold.
2: <laughs> Let me warm you up,
0: like. I do like that when they push him out, the porno mag is on the fucking is on the end of the gurney, <laughs> like 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 the dude is pushing. It's kind of looking like, <laughs> like why did he get a porno mag? Oh, I gave it to him.
4: He asked for it.
0: <laughs> I like that scene where the old man comes back up, a couple, like you know, does the does the three, you know, little returns. That's good. I don't know. That was
3: I. I was done with that after the second one. I was like, okay, we get it. Can we move on now? Dante was a little bitch about that. Do you guys think he he totally overreacted about thirty seven dicks?
0: How many dicks have you sucked like in a row?
3: <laughs> that was a funny line, dude. <laughs> my girlfriend sucked thirty seven dicks in a row. That's a uh, that's a great. Line. I mean, I if you think bad. about it, like what she's supposed to be like twenty two. You know that that that's like equivalent to like I don't know le- less than six dicks a year. It's not it's not a lot of dicks. Really, if you think about it. Yeah. Wait, starting when, Brian? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, she started at like seventeen. You know, I...
0: a
1: respectable age, Mike. God. Six six dicks <laughs> sounds fair, like a fair. lot
0: a year. Is, is that is that a normal that's number? To, to every other month, yeah, that... sucks six six dicks a well, year once every two Look, months.
1: Look, I'll tell you this. I was I I agree he overreacted, <laughs> but I will say it actually reminded me of this. I saw a TikTok and it was about this very young girl. I don't know how old she was. Well, let's say she's 22 i don't think sh- i think she was younger than that and sh- the whole point of the tiktok was so what if i've slept with 37 men because there are however many men in the world and so how am i a slut when it's this percentage and i was like mm. and so anyway the 37 dicks when he compares like look, no judgment do what you want feel good i guess you know whatever
0: that seems like a lot but <laughs> Or I don't, I don't know. Uh, is I, I'm thinking about it. I'm just like, like thinking about oh, my numbers. I haven't sucked any dick. I was you know I'm just talking, you know. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you clarified very quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I was like shit. My numbers. Oh, I was gonna be thinking of sucking dick. It's okay. Um, <laughs>
1: there's there's no judgment here. Jared. Oh, okay. Good. This is a safe space. <laughs> <laughs> it does
0: does. Uh, going down on someone is that sex what no
1: well and that's not, no this but that's movie. what not? he was saying that's what he was saying in yeah. the movie was how many people have you had sex with no. and she's like i've had sex with three people and then he's like how could you say that when you've sucked off 37 guys and she's like that that's not up. the same thing <laughs> that's the whole That's yeah, the whole thing that's the whole
0: thing well no i was asking you
3: guys to you is is uh is oral sex sex wait it's, it's a tight oh, i mean what do you what, what do you mean when you say sex are you talking about like fucking straight up intercourse like no obviously it's not like like
0: say say Brian, a girl comes over and you guys have a date and she gives you head and then she leaves and you're an asshole for not returning. Did you have sex with her what no that's definitely not i mean if i mean if you're not it's ex- returning. sexual activity
1: oh. but not sex,
3: yeah. Mm. Why Here's are
1: you asking question. these complicated questions, Here's a questions, better question, Jared. Because <laughs> well, it's,
0: it's, a, it's a theme if in a the girl, movie.
1: Hold on. If a girl comes over and says she doesn't want to have sex because you're not in a relationship, but then she's happy to have anal sex, like, is that still sex? Yeah. Because that's what the little Christian girls are doing. Just heads up to all the parents out there. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: they still have their virginity. <laughs> not, not their ass virginity.
1: <laughs> Jesus doesn't count that.
3: They're not getting pregnant, so Yay. A non-reproductive uh, form of enjoyment. I don't know, man. <laughs> I, I'm too old. I don't have. I don't have answers to these questions. Uh, it's all sex to me. <laughs> Whatever gets it done. Oral sex does seem like that's more like a, a more personal thing, though, and it's also it. I don't. It, it seems like that's something that somebody does when they. When they actually care about you a little bit more. Because the other person's not getting something out of return. You know what I mean? You're having sex with somebody, but both parties are receiving. Everybody, Everybody's getting an orgasm, you know? This girl's not... Eh, Veronica's not talking about, like, uh, sh- sh- the guys are going down on her. She just said she sucked 37 dicks. So, it, it is just kind of... I don't know. It's, it's weird that you well, would just qualify it that way versus...
1: I will say, in terms of Veronica's character, you know, she... Changes her own fucking tires. She brings him lasagna to work. She does all this stuff for him. She changes colleges for him. I don't think she's getting much out of any of her relationships, whether that's sexual or otherwise. That's just her character. She just gives. She's very giving. Yeah.
0: A lot.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's called a snowball, all right? (laughs) So gross. That I snowballed him. I think that's why. I mean, like, like let, let, let's put the thirty-seven dicks aside. Were those all snowballed thirty-seven dicks, or no? That was only because that dude asked for it. I think I'm just grossed out that you did, like, oh, like oh,
1: and then, then you kissed him, and then. Uh,
3: I'm like, uh. There's no judgment here, Brian. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't know. If, if if I was being prudish, I would be more prudish about that, as opposed to the number that's, of. That's fair. Every time I kiss you, I'm just going
0: to
1: think of a dude's <laughs> dick. on, because look... <laughs> Well, hold on. We're talking about we're talking about how many dudes she sucked off, but we are not talking about him sleeping with 12 different fucking women, which is way more than three. He's having like way more like he has way more partners than her. Why are we all discussing how much of a slut she is? Like, come on now. Come on.
3: Oh, I'm not saying she's a slut. I'm not slut. No. no, I I, I no. think that's a reasonable number of, of of cock to suck. I mean, I don't see a problem with it. I think she's great.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so much that when when the uh,
0: work print uh, for this film was up, they they went and cut scenes of it up, and then sold out sold you know frames. I actually own uh, this scene's work print
3: section, frame thirty seven.
0: Uh, it's actually it, it is that thirty seven dicks uh, section. I
3: have a chunk of that. You have one of the thirty seven <laughs> <laughs> frames out of twenty four. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, We, we have a break here it
2: feels, feels like, like we are
3: Brian. yeah. You know what, yeah, let's take a break Let's play the trailer for Kevin Smith's Clerks With a period at the end Does
0: it have a period at the end?
3: Fuck yes it does Cause you can't make an independent movie Without being just a touch pretentious Even when your first lines are tits and ass
2: <laughs> Salsa shark
0: We're going to need a bigger boat.
2: Throughout history, they have been a part
4: of our American life. Men and women who have made it their mission to serve their fellow man. They've worked hard enough. Isn't it time? They had their own movie.
3: Clerks job would be great if it wasn't for the customers. I, I don't bother them and they don't bother me. I could do without the people in the video store. Do you have know that one with that guy who
0: was in that movie that was out last year? You should hear the barrage of stupid questions I get.
3: What do you mean there's no license? You mean I gotta drink this coffee hot? You'd feel a hell of a lot better if you just rip into the occasional
2: customer. You're a clerk, paid to do a job. You can't just do anything you want while you're working. Hey, you open? No!
1: What kind of convenience store do you run here?
4: Miramax Films presents...
2: you think anybody can see us down here?
4: Why? Do you want to have sex or something?
2: <sighs> Can't wait.
4: Clerks. Just because they serve you doesn't mean they like you.
3: You hate people, but I love gatherings. Isn't it ironic?
4: Featuring new music by Soul Asylum, Corrosion of Conformity, Bad Religion, The Jesus Listen, and music by Alice in
3: Chains. All right, we're back. That was the trailer for Kevin Smith's Clerks. The trailer that featured the soundtrack more than the film itself. I was about to say they're really pushing, they're like, "Hey, this has all this music that you haven't heard." We we promise you'll like the music, even yeah, if you don't like, you like the movie.
0: Come, come listen to this movie.
3: <laughs> well, if you have a, a, a trailer that's rated for all audience, like how many fucking goddamn clips could you even pull from this movie? How many dicks
2: did you say? <laughs>
3: I did see the MPAA uh, originally rated this in, in NC-17, which I thought was absolutely ridiculous. Like, what, for fucking language and crude humor? Yeah, man. It's yep. at the time it came out, dude. That's why, mm. it's also, it, it was shocking for people to see this. You are insane. This came out the same exact fucking moment that Pulp Fiction did. You're trying to tell me that this is more shocking than Pulp Fiction? Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: What?
3: <laughs> Dude, the gimp? What are Longest we about? pause
4: ever. What the <laughs> hell?
1: So this probably came out earlier that year, and Pulp Fiction came out later. So by the time Pulp Fiction came out, they were like, "Fuck it, who cares? Let it." So come out
3: no, so Pulp Fiction has this to thank. Is that what you're saying? That's that's what I yeah. Think. Pulp, yeah I think Pulp Fiction way. came out like two weeks or a week before this movie came out, and Merrimax released it was some other movie, but they had like three or four films that came out like within two or three weeks. I forget what the yeah, other but they get look.
1: the ratings before that. Like, I don't know how that works, but they get the ratings before they come out.
3: It's yeah. still... It it, it, it's, it doesn't make any sense.
1: Pulp Fiction should be <clears> thanking <throat> clerks. That's all I'm saying.
0: Quentin Tarantino should be kissing Kevin Smith's ass. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's definitely not the other way around.
0: Oh, no. Not not. Yeah,
3: that would be... Pfft, that's ridiculous. Because <laughs> Quentin Tarantino actually hires different actors for... Different parts in, in a movie. What You
4: didn't like those recurring characters that just keep
0: coming oh, back? Walt Flanagan, person? who plays like seven people just with a different haircut or like a, yeah. you know, just okay. with a hoodie. It was me. It,
3: it's a guidance counselor and then like he comes he comes back in the next scene. Instantly. I Instantly. Know, right? And it's like, yeah. you don't even have different hair, bro. It's just part of <laughs> now. Like, what the fuck? Well, you know, in
0: the previous Maybe? scene, Hold he, on. Had, he had uh, gray in his hair.
1: Maybe oh. this is a commentary about how everyone looks the same when your life is yeah, that mundane. Bro. Yeah. It's Don't art, make it okay? deep
4: and interesting, no, Kristen.
0: <laughs> no, like all customers like <laughs> for the turn into a deep blur after a while. They just come in, they're like, pack of smokes, and you're like, fuck, yeah, I hear. That was a four-year-old girl.
2: <laughs> <laughs> was it? Oh, you mean her? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I, I did crack up a little bit when, like, uh, Scott Moser, when they're, they're playing... Um, Hockey on top of the roof. Oh
0: yeah, and he cuts down to
3: himself. Yeah, <laughs> he's yelling at us. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? I, I guess that's kind of funny. I, I, I'll laugh at that. Sure. Why not? Are you guys Are you guys open? No.
1: I did really enjoy the opening scene with the uh, chewing gum salesman and his little oh.
0: Chulis? Chulis
3: gum.
1: <laughs> Chulis gum.
3: <laughs> I do like Why how I to try some Chulis gum.
0: Fucking cancer merchant.
3: No, nobody asked for the brand of smokes. That they're smoking in the movie? They're just like, yep, I would yep, like pack, pack like cigarettes. Pack of cigarettes. Apparently they were scared to use the uh,
0: brand names in case they got sued because they had such an anti-smoking thing in it that they would feel like that they were attacking the cigarette company, so they decided to not use a brand name, even though the whole fucking film is covered in brand names. How do they get this movie out like that? Like, there's so many... I guess just because it's because know. it's a convenient store, you, you can have all these brand
3: names. I don't know. But no, the that's the not salsa, how it works, no. the salsa shark, you can see the the brand of the salsa, and he was putting no, doritos. He, he, no, into you, salsa. You can
0: the front side of the salsa uh, thing has gaff tape on it, and then when they turn it, you can just see the fucking tape clears day. When they turn the back side of it, you can see the tiny logo. The hostess cake things, they put a piece of tape up there and change the name on that, but it's obviously tape. But everything else besides those two things, and the Doritos bag was like kind of squished, kind of like how you do a beer bottle up to the side, kind of did that. You but can everything still else tell it's us Doritos, fucking, bro. Oh, 100%. Yeah, just as <laughs> you, as you can see Crunchy Munch and fucking Fiddle Faddle and fucking Hershey's <laughs> and Snickers and, and fucking even Skittles. Like, <laughs> like all of it's there. And if you plan to shoplift, let us know. Thanks. That is a perfect sign. <laughs> I did I enjoy that. that. The only thing that was missing is one that just said just the tips like <laughs> that would have been very in character
3: for this movie yeah yeah 100% that's why Harvey Weinstein released it he's like i love all these sex uh, he's jokes he's like
2: oh my god <laughs> it's the best movie ever
3: <laughs> how many dicks did she suck? <laughs> I love it cuz she's talking about like maybe they can have sex in the floor right there where they work oh, oh. <laughs> I, I like i like him painting her
0: nails i think that's interesting i, I i've never painted a girl's nails but uh it gives me Hope that I might one day. It's a good. It's a good thing.
3: <laughs> I will. I will lay down a massive compliment for that scene. The best blocked scene in the entire goddamn fucking movie. Best blocking. They're sitting there. All the actors have something to do. They're engaged. Like it's probably the best performance from the, from those no, two she's, actors. No, man, she's stumbling all over her lines in that yeah, scene. Yeah. Yeah. But dude, she's got something to do. I'm she, taking my eyes she's off of something. So, I have something to she's watch. She's so
0: strong in her final scene. Like, except the the framing there's goofy as fuck. I like I like his return to her when he's on the ground. That's a great shot. But that, but she's like her hair's covering her face. It's so bad because she's actually doing really well there. But the scene that's like the most memorable scene is is the fucking hand, the nail painting scene. Man, she's stumbling all over her fucking dialogue, and it's so fast. They 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 don't breathe yeah. in between their lines.
4: No, that bothered me actually. That w- that was my first and oh, my second note, um, first of the two notes that I took. It just that that scene felt like very well rehearsed, like theater kids. They're like, all right, we have a we have a thing to to do, and now let's just go over their lines. N- neither of them are listening to each other. They're just waiting to say their next line. It's just a little bit too fast. The dialogue it's is his direction. The dialogue is great, and they're delivering well they're just not listening to each other and it seems very obvious to me
0: it's it's his direction he wanted it to be like a mammoth play which i don't really know what that means uh, i'm just going off of what he said because i haven't seen any of
2: those Please, plays.
1: I'm- you should mammoth is amazing and yeah that was i mean i understand what you guys are saying i don't like that style either but that was also like the trend in the 90s was to have that top, that fast dialogue with It's just rapid back and forth. It was almost like a, I mean, kind of like looking back at it, it was almost like a challenge to see who could deliver their lines the fastest so they could like get through the scene, which is another thing like theater kids do when they're fucking tired and ready to go home. But like, I don't know how that (laughs) ended up on so many different movies and TV shows. Well, it came from the
3: (laughs) 40s. Uh, Howard Hawks, uh, His Girl Friday. That's what that's famous for. That's yeah, that's where all that started from. I
0: don't like it.
3: Time. What you don't like it? I don't, I don't. know.
0: Maybe I need to watch more when it's done properly. But that I was just like I just it felt it felt like everybody like the way we see it is like you know even if you listen to the commentary Kevin Smith's like I just love how punchy this is it, it, they just they're just going through it man, And I'm like it just makes it feel cheap it, no no like, it makes it it makes it somewhat
3: watchable man otherwise this would be like really? slow and labored and then we would have moments where we get to see the shitty acting at least now when it's fast like it. it <laughs> At least that part it, gets... that's what's saving it. Yeah, it is what's saving yeah, it.
4: Yeah, legit. Yeah. Because you're, you're focused too much on the dialogue and the words that you're saying. Like, it's so fast that you have to spend all of your mental energy processing what they're saying, and you can't really register that, like, they're not acting to each other. They're just saying lines.
1: I, I can you tell did. you that. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. No,
0: no, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, I, 18 the, year old me was like, wow, yeah, I love this. But me now studying it, I'm like, ugh, it's so fast. There's no. There's no performance. They're just word vomit, you know, the the lines.
1: I think you could take the same exact script with good direction and good lighting and good wardrobe mm-hmm. and good actors mm-hmm. and redo it and make a completely different movie that I would love to see. And I think most people would really enjoy. This, I think, holds up as like kind of a um, um, what are those, A time capsule for the 90s. Yeah. Um, I don't know that it stands up as, like, an outstanding film necessarily.
4: No, but as a script that was executed I, poorly, I think it's a great script. Like, I'm actually yeah. really impressed with the writing. I'll, mm-hmm. So, I'll, I'll answer my question from earlier. I am impressed with the writing. He he wrote a good movie. He just didn't know how to handle most of the execution. Or he just didn't have the money to execute it well.
1: No, he did I don't think he could because if you look at the things that he could control, they weren't great. So, I think he was learning. (laughs) He was learning. Look, this is his first movie, right? That's it. That's it. Yeah. He's learning.
3: Yeah. And he was working during the day and shooting this movie at night. Yeah. And apparently falling asleep on set. And apparently sleeping for two hours a
4: night because he would work the entire day, shoot overnight, and then sleep for like two hours before working the next day. For a month straight,
1: I read that he also like had a bunch of credit cards that had like a two thousand dollar limit, and he just maxed all of them.
0: Out. <laughs> on the uh, the tenth anniversary disc that I have here, it, it, if you flip through the book, it has his notes. Like they took pictures of his notes, and he's got all of his credit cards like written out, and like what what he's what the interest rate on doing a, a cash withdrawal was and like even down to like loans that he got from people and it's all like you know just him working out what it's going to take to get this done so, so he has all that stuff in there that you can <laughs> flip through
1: so nerve-wracking i'm sure
0: <laughs> yeah
1: you can't think about like the direction okay when he has all of this going on
0: no i mean like look i i'm not a filmmaker like, i mean i'm a film I'm, I'm not like out there like you know doing what he's done and i'm like i'm way older than him and i've spent way more than he made on his fucking movie <laughs> on on equipment and shit you know and and so it, it in, in hindsight it's actually not that much money uh so i don't know it's just well he,
2: wait
1: he could, what he, is he, it he, 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 adjusted he could have paid it off inflation what is 37 it 37
3: 38 in 93 it's like thirty five fifty or something like that it's twenty three thousand and twenty twenty three thousand five hundred and seventy five and dollars but then the music I've heard, I've heard higher, but yeah. Well, uh, once you get the music rights and everything, the budget climbed up to two hundred and thirty thousand. Oh, so like that—that twenty three was just the production cost. Yeah, he, that was dude, just he that got first it, he cut it, that's on the Blu-ray. He
0: he got it picked up uh, at a at a at a small little like uh, it wasn't like a festival it was like a it was like a a market. It, it was a film could, market. Like, yeah, it's a film market. You you can get your film in there, and then uh, people go to watch it to buy it. And Bob Hawk just happened to be there. And was like, wow, this is kind of very interesting. And it was nothing like what you see. It was like I think it was another fifteen or twenty minutes longer. Than oh it wow! Is.
1: Oh, because it had like uh, an alternate ending, right? Well, where yeah, it, uh,
0: Dante gets uh, killed at the. So end. that was that first cut was with the alternate ending where Dante, Dante gets killed. Yeah, yes, and it didn't have all that music in it, and and like it didn't have foley. And you, you you know how in the trailer it has all that like hiss and all that shit. It had all that fucking hiss in there and all that like yeah. Completely different film from what they and Miramax went in like yeah, tightened it up, added added music, you know, cleaned it up a little bit.
4: Two hundred thousand dollars well spent.
0: Yeah, no doubt.
1: Oh, but going, I I did the inflation calculator and twenty four thousand I just rounded up is forty six thousand three hundred dollars. Yeah, you could pay and that and off. So, yeah, no, but if you're working at a convenience store, can you though?
0: <laughs> Where you're getting like $4 an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Man, did you see like cigarettes were like 20 dollars uh, $20 a carton. Uh, something like in a, a 195 in a a pack. Yeah, <laughs> a t- it, said, it said it said it said a, a 1 liter soda was like uh 129 and then if you want a 2 liter it was 169. That is
2: 169. Nice. <laughs> Snookins. have you ever noticed how
0: all the prices ended in nine but all the prices behind them all ended in five (laughs) No, (laughs) (laughs) I would have had to change that man if it's in the dialogue I would have like switched out all those to to nines instead of fives they got a nine in it it's 195 yeah just switch it to
4: 159 come on that's
0: not hard move it around yeah, but you imagine coming back in the next day and you got to work and you just stayed up all night and you got to go switch all that shit around. Oh just, just just to open the next day.
1: Yep. Yeah, he probably said, "Fuck it, no one's gonna notice anyway."
0: I think he was pretty much living there at that point. Like they shot the film and then they over in the uh, video store, they they brought a steam back in and they edited it right there because his house had uh, there was a big flood. And it flooded his house, and lost his cars. And um, wow, yeah. Which also, the, the money that he got from the government, uh, which was like some kind of FEMA thing, came in and like gave everybody government aid. And he claimed both those vehicles and put that money on the film as well. Yep, sounds about right. He's very lucky, man. It, it, <laughs> this is a this is a right place, right time uh, situation. It, like it would never happen again.
4: Well, I think that's why so many filmmaker students, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, have have looked at this movie and held it up as like a, oh, I could totally become a filmmaker is like look he, oh. he just did all the right things in the right moment and that's all i had to do is
3: just get as lucky as kevin smith
0: i'm not going to say that's not why i one of the main reasons why i went to film school
3: <laughs> yeah no doubt oh my god if you're if you're going to hold up like an independent movie and we're going to look at like, fuck it at least go to el mariachi it's got some fucking well, here's like, the deal. complicated I, I, things that look this good this
0: led me this led me to el mariachi oh yeah man we all we all didn't start out with like you know such an a, a advanced film. No, I'm just like yeah, I'm you know, just older uh, than you, Jared. I'm just older than you. Like, like you I was did. exposed <laughs> to this stuff before you. That's
3: the only reason. <sighs> fucking clerks, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is just like the whole antithesis. Like this is like this is like one step away from fucking mumblecore, bro. Which is everything I fucking hate about like. Oh yeah! It's like it's a garbage mm. cinema. It's just See, garbage fucking cinema. This is like early fucking mumblecore, but it's actually
0: enjoyable <laughs> and it's and it's, it's amusing. You know, like, I, like mumblecore I mean, just I, makes
3: me angry. This movie makes me angry. This movie pisses me off when I'm watching it. It, like, actively makes me mad. And, I, I like, I try to calm down. And I'm like, no, you know you know what you need to do? You need to think about the positives. This guy, he had nothing. Here he is. He took a script. He made the dream, baby. I should be celebrating this. Woo! let's hold up other people and celebrate their accomplishments. But I'm just watching it, and I'm like, god damn, this is devoid of any kind of creative spark that I come to fucking cinema for. These are, like, spontaneous, vignetted, like, thoughts that rarely, like, coalesce into any kind of, like, Thought or idea or theme or anything it's just scene after scene, yeah, after scene of random shit,
0: you know what would be funny <laughs> that's how the scenes you know that's where they are, but you know but they but they have these like these big build up moments where everybody like 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 Kristen was saying earlier, the film ends with everybody shitting on Dante for being a whiny little bitch, you know, so we're building up that he's a whiny little bitch, and then it's coming you know, from like Randall
3: everybody. it's come. it's it's literally coming from
0: who, Randall, who. Is a total piece of shit. (laughs) like you know, Just the the biggest
3: asshole douchebag ever. But he's
0: kind of- It
1: doesn't make him wrong. He's still right.
3: (laughs) Is he right? I don't know if he's right. I don't think he's got any kind of grasp on any form of reality. He's in love with Dante. He even says it to the girl (laughs) at the end. He was
0: mine
1: first.
4: Well, that's a whole different way to look at this movie. Maybe I should go back and watch it again. (laughs) Nope. Can't even finish that with a straight face. Nope. Nope.
1: I don't know. I think it's um you you have Randall and Dante and they both have these two like polar um views on how to handle a job that they hate and people that they hate and doing the same activities over and over and over again. I think it's kind of interesting to see how how they how they work it out. And I, I think in that sort of situation, you no, know, I was gonna I was gonna say maybe Randall's right, but he's not, he's not, he's an asshole. Like I don't know. They're all assholes. <laughs> we already covered this.
3: Fucking savages in this town. That's what I said. And <laughs> hey, what is up with that View Askew logo? Why is that so creepy? Oh, the opening. Yeah, with the clown thing with the the little oh, boy. Super, there, super creepy. Yeah.
4: I was so taken aback because I didn't know what it was, and I was like, "What the <laughs> fuck is this? Like random ass, <laughs>
0: disgusting like It's not funny. It's just no weird. It's a View Askew, bro. Because you know, and what's really weird about that is they ended up doing Vulgar, which is about a. A dude who dresses up like a clown, and these guys come in and, and rape him. He's like a party clown, and then they come in and like rape him, and and then like he's trying to live his life, and he's like fucking like traumatized by it, and he goes in and, and finds those redneck dudes and like kills him. That is way
3: worse than Clerks. That is almost <laughs> completely unwatchable.
0: Yeah, it's uh, the guy that Kevin Smith wrote uh, based um, Randall on, like all the crazy shit that he would say, is the guy who directed it and wrote that movie brian johnson got the comic book man the guy with the big beard oh Um, okay yeah yeah yeah. uh steve dave tell him steve dave in Mallrats. yeah that movie's unwatchable (laughs) really hard to get
4: through but the premise is so promising
0: (laughs) no you can make that premise cool i mean you know it's 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 interesting
4: party clown gets raped nope nope don't see how that could be cool it does not sound remotely interesting.
1: Come on, don't you know that all rape is important for character development? Like you can't really have like lady characters without it. So like you guys are just getting the other oh side of it now.
4: My God! <laughs> no, I just watched that movie. What was that? Ridley Scott's movie. What, what was that? The well, Last Duel. Bro. The... Yeah, there it is.
0: Oh yeah, haven't seen it. Party clown gets raped. Really? Did he see
3: vulgar? <laughs> Probably. I mean, there not? are. Th- <laughs> in fact uh, jared i think uh you're like the third person that's ever brought that up to me in my entire life oh the movie vulgar yeah uh, i even know that there's a vulgar thon
0: um. um why <laughs> <laughs> what? Wh- wait what is a vulgar thon it's like a uh it's like a view askew um day thing where you know p- they play movies and uh do q and a's and sell merch and you know, meet and greet shit. Man, Kevin Smith is all about selling some goddamn merch, bro. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker's yeah. out to make that money,
0: dude. Dude, man, he, he's good at it. He actually has a, he has a fan base that, that is is ride or die. It doesn't matter. I mean, and I, I I'm one of those people. I, I've spent a lot of money on Kevin Smith across my my lifetime, and I I enjoy him more than his movies. Um, but I, I do like watching his movies because it's kind of like 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 you said, it's like a time capsule. It's 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 kind of like you know, it it just feels familiar. And these characters are good in certain things. Like, I love the clerk's cartoon. And, and on the – Oh,
3: the, God. Oh, dude. It, there, there's some really funny shit in there, dude. <laughs> dude. Those are close to unwatchable, man. Those are so bad. I, I actually went back and watched the first episode. I was like, oh, my God.
2: <laughs> and then the, the scene uh,
3: in this movie when they go to the, the funeral parlor. Yeah, it's done the same way. Yeah. The, the, there was a script in, the, in the, script, the original script. There was a whole scene. But them inside the funeral parlor and they knocking o- knocking over the ca- casket. On the DVD and Blu-ray, they did an animated version of that. That was yeah. It's a ten minute.
0: It's a ten minute little short. Yeah, that's right. Ten minutes. Ten minutes for that scene. Yeah. They he he obviously Why? because he, he took the original scene and then ballooned it out. If they were going to animate, obviously, because there's so much shit that he's referencing and characters and stuff that are in it that are from other scenes, and he's making he makes references to other films in it that you 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 know. It, it, that's not the scene that came out of the movie the scene it's probably bare bones but he expanded it out to a 10 minute short
4: that sounds like an interesting 4 minute short not a 10 minute <laughs> you can do a lot with 10 minutes you're right I can <laughs> I was waiting for it I I, 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 nobody's gonna leave that in there especially not on this film
0: <laughs>
4: set him up knock him down
0: way to go Jared way to go yeah. anybody got anything else uh, yeah, Brian, who uh,
3: who put us through this experience? Oh, uh, it was uh, Carrie from the uh, Freaks and Geeks podcast.
0: Carrie, please let us know how we did. <laughs> <laughs> did we live up to what you wanted, dear God? It's what? probably not. No, no, I, I guarantee you she's like, oh, my God, they're going to love this movie. I cannot wait to hear them gush over this film.
3: <laughs> I just don't need – why, why would anybody need to hear anybody talk about Kevin Smith movies? Like, he talks about them enough, and he does it way better, <laughs> And where they're funny. And it's like – You can't do
0: a film review podcast and not do Kevin Smith movies, bro, especially this one. It just needed to be done. I don't we know. Got We've through
4: so many hundreds of episodes so far. And, and I'm surprised we it. hadn't done it by now.
3: Yeah, I agree. It's because Brian has standards. I had standards.
2: (sighs) That's right. We're (laughs) chipping
3: away at you piece by piece. I'm a shell of my former self.
4: This is the beauty of uh, February listener request month. Can That's right. remove all of our standards.
0: If you want us to finish the Kevin Smith trio, <laughs> next month, uh, next week will be Marat's, and then we'll do Chasing Amy. All right, I quit. Oh man, I'm it's done.
4: so weird that I am out of town both of those <laughs> weeks. It's, it's stuff just now came up. That's crazy. You're gonna pull a Kristen? <laughs>
2: <laughs> what? What? <laughs> oh my! Power my, is out. Oh yeah, go, I can't. We go turn the lights on real quick. <laughs>
3: All right, let's 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 do some ratings here. Oh, are, did we want to do? No, we we do uh, Rotten Tomatoes after our ratings. Um, yeah, it's after. You know, we we hear what we say, and then we'll see how we stack up to the critics. What, what, what are we gonna are we gonna start positive? Or are we gonna start negative? How are we going here? I'll start negative.
0: Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, start a start low, and we'll we'll work our <laughs> way up
3: to the top.
4: Work your way up to what you think it should be. Um, man, like I said earlier, I've I've been hearing about this movie for years, and I think it definitely got overhyped for me. Um, I had some, I don't want to say high expectations because I I went into this movie not really caring if I liked it or not, Um, but expecting it to be a little bit more intriguing and interesting. I knew it was a slice of life, so I was kind of braced for it to be not a whole lot of plot, but man, I just didn't give a shit about anything that was happening.
0: (laughs) Is this your first Kevin Smith movie?
4: No. The more Kevin Smith movies I've seen, the more that I just don't like his stuff. Um, in fact, this was the movie that, that I had kind of held in the back of my head of like, maybe if I just finally watch Clerks. Beloved Clerks, I will finally understand Kevin Smith and why people love him. And I've finally done it and I don't understand. Chasing Amy is probably
0: his best, followed
3: by Dogma.
0: Yeah, I agree with those. And Jersey Girl's worth watching for, uh, for um, George Carlin. I, have, I haven't really seen cool, that yet.
3: I'll, I'll have to dude, check it out.
0: George Carlin gives a really cool performance in that.
3: All right, all right, I'll put Jersey I'm writing Jersey Girl on the list.
0: And it's shot by Vilmos Zygmunt,
3: So, Oh, That's
4: Zygmunt. High. So there's at yeah. least redeeming factors
0: to it. That's good. Oh, yeah, there's some really pretty shots.
3: Um, I,
4: I liked a lot of the dialogue in this. Like, there was some good writing. Um, I did really appreciate some of the uh, exposition that, you know, kind of wrote off the audience questioning why some of the low-budget stuff was happening. Like <laughs> the gum in the thing so they didn't have sunlight when they were shooting overnight. I'll say that was a brilliant way to do it. Um, I don't think the like we already talked about. I don't think he he shot it well to explain some of those things. But from a writing standpoint, it was pretty brilliant. I didn't care for the rapid fire dialogue style of this delivery. Like it just it felt like like I said, theater kids going over their lines and trying to trying to be really fast. Um, I think there are, are other illustrations of. The way to do that in an interesting way that that feels super snappy and interesting and this tried to do some of that and just didn't quite hit the mark i don't know if that was a direction i don't know if that was poor acting it just didn't work for me most of the time when movies i don't like i still think that they're worth watching i don't care that i watch this um i'm gonna give it a four good effort way to go man you made a movie it was a good learning experience Somehow, it's still being produced twenty something years later. Good for you, Kevin Smith. I don't care that I watched it. That's a four. Wow,
3: that's below Way. mediocre.
0: Way harsh, Ty. That's a better comedy.
3: <laughs> I, s- I guess since we're working up to uh, tonight, nice, uh, good. I'll, I guess I'll go next. Um,
2: <laughs>
3: didn't care much for this movie. Uh, I find it boring. The relationship stuff with Dante and the girls, I like that stuff. I think that's where the movie shines. But I don't know, just Dante's just such a wimp and a bitch in this movie <laughs> and Randall's just such an un just he's just it's just such an asshole. That like sometimes he's funny, but then other times he's just he's just a dick. Like when the the one lady, he's working at a fucking video store. She's like, "Hey, what do you what do you think of these two movies?" I don't, I, I don't appreciate your ruse, man. I, I, love, I love those <laughs> moments. That's why you work in the video stores. You can talk film with somebody. And he's just constantly ignoring her. And it's just like, dude, you're just always an asshole. Just always. He's not nice to anyone. And it just it wears on me in the film. I don't know what we're doing here. I don't know what these characters are learning. <laughs> I, I think I would have preferred the, the ending like, you guys are talking about this being a, a time capsule of the 90s. I think this would have been a perfect time capsule of the 90s if, if Dante had been shot and killed at the end. They bring up uh, Empire in the movie, right, versus Jedi. And they talk about why is Empire great? Because it's a series of down endings. And that's what this movie needed. Like, Dante was such a loser piece of shit that was never going to get off his ass. Just fucking kill him and put him off his fucking misery. and Let's get out of here. We don't need sequels. We're good. I, although, Clerks 2 is a better film. I enjoy it more. It's entertaining. I like the characters in that one. It's got normal rom-com conventions in it, but I'm having fun and the story is entertaining. And this movie is vignette as fuck. 90 minutes long, there are 17 fucking titles. White titles that show up on black. Oh man. That I don't even Dude. know what half of them fucking mean. One of them is juxtaposition. I had to, I had I had to stop and like look them up, dude. <laughs> well, they don't make any sense. Like what, it's like juxtaposition. Like, juxtaposition of what? What are we? Ju- what? What is being juxtaposed here? What the fuck are we talking about? What is happening in these scenes? And then sometimes, like like the salsa shark scene, that is like we will get a title card, we get a close up of a fucking goddamn like little can, and then we're just on this fucking medium shot the whole goddamn scene even when characters leave fucking frame and they're talking off screen we're just sitting here in this shot it's boring it's Gus Van
0: Sant bro no no it's Gus Van Sant bro he did the same thing
3: Gus Van Sant cuts and he gives me angles and when I'm looking at an angle at least the framing's good enough I have something to look at this is uncinematic it's everything i hate about movies i just i I just don't I, i don't like this this is not for me this is for somebody else that just can sit down you know what this is for this is for people that love television because they can look past all the bullshit and just focus on the dialogue they just care about the funny jokes and if that's what you want clerks is great if you want anything else this movie is an abysmal failure i'm gonna have to go with griggs this is a four And I have seen better first films than this. Christopher Nolan's first film, The Following, which was also done very similar to this, is so much better. So much better. And it's also black and white. And it's watchable. And it's got a story. (laughs) This movie fucking does it. Four. (laughs) Who's going next? You should go, Kristen.
2: (laughs) All right. (laughs)
1: As someone who does enjoy TV, I, I did enjoy this. It's very funny. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, I feel a little bit mixed on this because on the one hand, I actually agree totally with Brian. As far as this being like a good film, I don't think it is. Um, I don't think the acting is good. I don't think it looks great. I don't think... Um, uh, the 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 script is the best is the best part of this, um, and that being said, I mean I don't know that it really would hold up necessarily. There's so much like college-oriented humor, sexual college-oriented humor that I just don't care for, and it was kind of nice to revisit that for a little while while I watched it. Um, but that being said, that being said, all of that being said, <clears throat> as a film, uh, I, 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 I honestly don't understand how it has gotten this far. But that being said, it has come this far. And I think this is an absolute <laughs> wonderful, you know, piece of of work. Like, a, it's like a, a really nice time capsule of what the 90s were like. Um, I did enjoy the slice of life. I do enjoy a lot of the characters uh I do enjoy all of the random people that you have the potential to meet I like to I there was a lot to like about it as well Uh, I think I'm actually going to give this a higher rating based more on the longevity of this film and again I'm not quite sure how it has stood up the test of time but it has it has I think it works I'm gonna give it a 7.5 if we were just looking at this as like Film by itself, like if I was a teacher, <laughs> and this was a like a some a student turned this in. I I like I don't think I would rate it this highly. I I really am. Um, I would rate it much slower. I think uh, the potential is there, but I really the I honest I I really don't know how it has become so beloved and how it has lasted. What is this now? Like thirty years?
2: Yeah, close. What are we, uh,
1: That's incredible. Two years Almost away? twenty. Two years away. Twenty-eight. Um, yeah, yeah, it has lasted it 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 is kind of like a piece of art at this point, and I think all of the shittiness that has gone into the film works for it now i mean i i but i I'm not going to hold it up. It's like, oh, look at this wonderful film it's not it's but it's entertaining. I did enjoy it um I did enjoy the jokes, I did enjoy the characters uh somehow, the costumes like somehow it all works now i don't know I don't know somehow it all oh, works it
0: all makes sense.
1: Eh. You know, yeah. All right, (laughs) 7.5. 7.5? Wow.
3: Wow. Well done, (laughs) Kristen. Sounds like some nostalgic love for the 90s is creeping in here a little bit. No, it's
1: not. I don't even like the 90s. I was like, what is this? Like, this is everyone's assholes. Like, nothing. The only thing that I, like, really noticed was, like, how much everyone reads and how much free time they have and how we're not, like, they're not, like, glued to their phones going, like, oh, let me check what this person who I don't, know who lives you know three thousand miles away let me see what they think about this thing like you know like we don't have that like it's you're able to be present and to interact more which you know these are all fucking assholes so like maybe you don't want to interact with them but it it was it was kind of a nice throwback to that time when you had to be present in the world but it's not really a 90s nostalgia
0: I don't want to go back to that Come on. <laughs> I like how, I like how the, every time he had to use the phone there was like a pay phone in there but it, it had a sign on it that says employee phone but it's a pay phone he has to put a quarter every <laughs> fucking time he wants to make a phone call like yep <laughs> okay here we go um, this movie meant a lot to me growing up like this movie uh, like growing up in, in, in a kind of a sheltered uh, household I would say like this movie being so fucking edgy like uh, for me, Brian, this is edgy for me at the time. <laughs> uh, like it, it was a really big deal for me. I thought I found it to be really funny. It made it made me want to make little stupid films and and to write scripts and and kind of got me interested in being a filmmaker. Oddly enough, I did grow up and, and learn what a, what a good film is and and learned. <laughs> and all my friends telling me, "Ah, those movies are terrible." I was like, "No, man, they're great." And then but, you know, as you grow up and you learn more. And you you can see the boogers on the wall, uh, <laughs> as it were. That's not a wall. That's just a booger. <laughs> it's a giant booger, bro. <laughs> I, 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 you know, you see, you can see all the warts. Um, <laughs> it was very difficult to watch them. I, I watched it twice over the last couple of days, and uh, the first time was was very hard to watch because I, I was I was like seeing. All the terrible flaws. And, and it is just very boring. Like, it's just sitting on these shots that never move. And, and, but, you know, the camera moved more than I thought it did. There was actually some handheld shit going on where they actually go from the back the hockey
4: to scene? the front. No, or Are you no. talking about in the car where they're just whip panning back and forth no,
3: instead of in, cutting? in the actual Oh, my God. I was starting storm. to get seasick. Oh, the fight scene? <laughs> well... No. <laughs> all right, all right. We've, we've named three of the five scenes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is funny when when, uh, when, when uh, Veronica comes in and she's like beating the shit out of Dante. That's when the DP was talking and he and they he, and they. Break, Kevin's like he's like Dave. Why don't you say something about this scene? He's like, oh yeah, we're we're seeing something besides the counter. <laughs> that's what's interesting with this scene. Um, you know, it, it, it's a really solid. First try for someone who's never made a film before. Uh, you know, Kevin Smith went to film school, uh, but dropped out because he realized that instead of spending the money on that, he was going to go make his movie. Maybe he should have spent a little more time in film school, but he was already doing the writing thing. So he's he's a stronger writer than he is a director. I think we all know that. But uh, I don't know. I, this movie is very nostalgic for me. I, I as much as a, as a camera person as I am, it really like struggles for me to say what I'm about to say, but. I think I'm going to give it a nostalgic 10. What and the fuck? R- Wait, what? Realistic 5. So your memory
4: appreciates it as a 10, but as an actual filmmaker who wants to watch a movie that's
0: worth watching, you're giving it a 5?
1: Oh, yeah, because see, because
0: well, because I did, check like, it out an
1: average thing, though. Okay. I know.
0: And, and I, if I were to do an average, I'd probably fall where you were. But but like today, when I watched the film for a second time and I watched it with the commentary, I enjoyed it way more. listening to these people reminisce about it than actually watching the film. And so yet again, yeah. I think it's I think it's the people around the film that make me enjoy it more than what the actual film is. You know, even though, that's... even though it was the spark for me, you know, being where I am today, which is mm-hmm. nowhere. But <laughs> I mean, you're you're doing things, yeah, making moves, not movies.
1: Maybe you just need to <laughs> whip out your iPhone and do something like this, Jared. Like, what the fuck are you I doing? Commercial. stuff? have something, have spark, something better,
0: bro. No, I, I, am very mad at us all sitting here because, like, you know, we were all sitting around all this talent, and we we're not making. If, if Kevin Smith can make this happen, we, 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 we should be able to, right?
3: Jared, uh, I think think people hear me speak on this podcast uh, may may come as a shock (laughs) to some of you, but it's really hard for me to get funding because of my mouth. I don't know. Maybe uh, too honest. (laughs) Who knows? I'm not allowed to speak to those people. I'm locked away in a closet. (laughs) (laughs) Give me the edit. (laughs) Typey boy. (laughs) All right. Okay. So when the producer comes in, just remember, Brian, don't speak don't speak unless you're spoken to It yes or no they answers
2: they give
0: you they give you an email with fucking like talking points that you can only say
4: she's like wait 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 hang on let me pull up the email yes
3: this actress is worried about her hair who gives a fuck what her hair looks like look at her
2: face god damn who cares
3: if you're looking at her hair we're fucking up alright actresses don't like hearing that I don't know why Anyway, Rotten Tomatoes, what do we got?
0: Okay, so this is very interesting. The audience score brings the Rotten Tomatoes
3: in at an 89%. That's what I was about to guess. That's not user? That's the Rotten Tomatoes score? The critic score?
1: No, it's audience. Both are 89.
3: What? No, you were reading that wrong no because if I was
0: reading it backwards it'd be a 98 bro uh, they're <laughs> no they're both say they're both, both. 89 yeah, you're
3: right holy shit
0: yeah man it's because it's a solid film bro it's better than you think it is God
3: bullshit how many stoners rated this a 10 uh God 25
0: damn. 255 <laughs> 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 and and you know how we say how it's hard to get a seven on uh, IMDB
3: it's got a 7.7 on IMDB. I don't understand what's wrong with the world. There's a lot of people rating on nostalgia.
4: Yeah. Which, you know, that's valid. That is, a, that is a fair way to look at the world and to appreciate art. There are many films that I fucking love that I I can objectively look at and be like, yeah, it's kind of terrible, but I really love it. If this is that movie for you, good for you, bro. Emphasis on the bro.
0: I think the TV analogy was really good. It's like people who, who are just get in it for... The laughs, for the lulls, well, uh, and not necessarily, you know, everything else. There's
1: a difference between enjoying something and, like, really appreciating, like, fine cinema. Like, these people are clearly enjoying it. There's something there that they that resonates with them. And it doesn't have to be, like, the way they held the fucking camera. You know what I'm saying?
0: It's like when you're really craving, um, uh, like, getting Mexican food. And instead of like traveling and going to the really nice like little hole in the wall Mexican place, you go to Taco Bell. It's good enough, and it puts a smile on your face. And you regret it later. Hey, man, you don't worry about later. <laughs> we're about, We're
3: talking about right now.
1: Live in the now. Okay, you you,
0: you right. made
3: that analogy work for me. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna argue with you, but I was like, ah, yeah. I'll, oh, he saved it. He saved it. <laughs> <laughs> and with that. You've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us or send us any of those uh, last minute listener requests, in, you can do so by sending us an email to the movie at gmail.com. That's the movie crew. Crew spelled C R E W E. Extra E at the end of the word crew at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at Movie Crew Pod. Jared, where can the audience find you? Brian, the audience can find me on Instagram at
0: CheckTheGate or on Twitter at Jared B. Callen. Mike, where can they find you? I'm on Instagram
4: and Twitter at Griggsy Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media.
3: And Kristen, where can they find you?
1: You can follow me on Instagram at Kristen Agdalene. That's Kristen with a K and an I.
3: You guys can find me on Twitter at Elkins Edits. And uh, we're going to close out the show tonight with uh, track 10. Nope. We're going to do track 15. Yeah, I feel better about that. Track 15 from the Clerks soundtrack. This is titled... Berserker Yes This is From (laughs) Love Among Freaks Good choice Brian